I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. Now this is part two of our conversation with Sai Li Rai, and we are talking about financial habits. Financial habits are extremely important because they judge. or help in the quality of your life so do listen to this episode however listen to part 1 before you come and listen to this <laughs> coming back to life insurance yes so health insurance and term insurance very important hmm. everybody must have it a lot of people ask term insurance mein should you get it early because you get it for cheaper mm-hmm. the younger you are less likely to pop it so cheaper but older you are more responsibilities but yeah when you are your younger self you, you really it. need it hmm. because nobody is really dependent on me for money hmm. so again judgment call Correct. when do you want to take it in life it's like for me right i have no kids i have nothing to leave something to should i be taking a life insurance for you term insurance policy if you don't have liabilities hmm. if you do not have if you have enough money to leave behind hmm. whoever anybody is dependent on you financially nobody nobody's not needed Should I take a life insurance and leave everything to an NGO? You could. That's also a possibility. You could absolutely. So That's maybe this is one pass. One save is to have one absolutely. life insurance and leave it to an NGO. Absolutely. Hmm. That's a great one. That's interesting. Nice, no? That yeah. Uh, because I was also wondering, should I be taking life insurance? In this way, my NGO will get some three, four crores. Ah, uh, nice? might as well. No. Hmm. Term insurance. Term okay. insurance. Not life. Hmm. What happens with life? लाइफ का वो ही है ना कि वो वापस मिलता है आफ्टर अ फ्यू इयर्स ओवर टेवर ओ सो आई थॉट एनीथिंग दैट इज कॉल्ड लाइफ इंश्योरेंस इज बेसिकली अ यूलिप यस 90% ऑफ द टाइम्स ओके ओनली टर्म प्लान्स आर प्योर वनिला टर्म प्लान्स एंड दे विल हैव अ ऑफ डेट सो आई कैन से आई वांट टू लिव टू 150 नो बिकॉज़ आई एम प्लानिंग टू लिव टू 150 हाउ डज दैट वर्क इट्स अ फैंटास्टिक दिस थिंग व्हेन यू रिन्यू इट यू कैन ऑलवेज आस्क देम फॉर एक्सटेंडेड पीरियड ऑफ टाइम बट नाउ आई डोंट नो डू इट टिल 150 इयर्स ओल्ड बट यू कैन ऑलवेज रिन्यू इट लेटर नोबडी हैज आस्क यू दिस क्वेश्चन नोबडी हैज आस्क मी दिस क्वेश्चन दिस इज अ फैंटास्टिक वेलकम टू द हैबिट कोच पॉडकास्ट So interesting. You take your health insurance, you mm-hmm. take your life insurance. Mm-hmm. What are the other things that you need to insure or there's nothing else that you should? So personally nothing else. Now if you have a car you should insure your car. Should you? You have to. Hmm. Okay, how much money it takes to fix a car hmm. which anyway is deteriorated in hmm. value the moment it leaves the Also it's the illegal, shop. right? You need the you need yes, to have insurance. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. It's illegal. <laughs> so let's not do that. <laughs> let's not promote illegal things here. <laughs> so car insurance will have to happen. Yes. What else? What other things do you need? Do you need to insure your house? Do you need to insure your furniture? Do you need to insure computer? What all do you think? Uh itna matlab now so it depends, right? Hmm. Now my laptop is insured under Apple Care. Okay. But that's also because it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. Apple Care is also very expensive. <laughs> yeah, but it's more expensive <laughs> to fix because I use my laptop for like twelve, twelve years. Correct. Then it makes it worth it, mm-hmm. na? But no furniture and all don't need to. House, yes, maybe. Again, judgment call. Mm-hmm. There are lots of like fire insurances, etc., etc. But judgment call. So it's not something that you would recommend everyone think about. It is. It is if you feel the need to, then yes. Okay. Health and term insurance. So, मतलब इससे आगे मैं जाने नहीं दूँगी. Are there any insurances that you feel that you should not be investing in? The mistakes that people get duped into, apart from ULIPS. So I've not come across a lot of insurance policies other than ULIPS which do this sort of hmm. you know duping. I guess hmm. <laughs> not really duping. Hmm. Government policies are also around, so let's not go there. No, no, not duping in the sense that they yes. don't make sense compared to the other things correct, that are there. Correct. No, hmm. but I think the biggest insurance 
sort of the the largest industry of insurance mm. was around like you know LIC for example now that was all around ulips correct so i don't think insurance companies have come up with more categories, categories yet from that yeah okay lovely so second cocktail shaker is all about making yourself secure yes so now your second cocktail shaker is secure yes all right lovely and last but not least mm. finally the third cocktail dun, shaker dun, 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 dun. cosmopolitan of it all yes mm. it's the shaken not stirred dirty marini <laughs> <laughs> Then you can live life like James Bond. I love exactly, it. Okay, good. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, then it's all about investing okay. and investing. So the last one is investing. Yes, yes the okay. last one is investing. Mm. All about investing has to do about your first cocktail shaker. So mm. it's all it's all connected. So depending on how long you can invest for, mm. what goals you want to reach in life. they sort of define which investment products are right for you okay. so we like to call it finding the fit hmm. so it's like you know finding the perfect shoe that fits you so you have to find the investment product that is good for you hmm. like a lot of people say nowadays actually yesterday i was posted this on linkedin uh, about how fds are back hmm. okay so fd oh fds are back now huh? yes huh? fds are back hmm. so essentially india in the ankur varico is going to have one heart he's, attack he's going to be very sad everything <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you honestly what mm. happened was um, because the RBI increased interest rates loans became extremely expensive Correct. right again but people forgot that now because the loans are also getting expensive FDs It's are also going to go up yeah going to go up so there are some cooperative banks and private banks etc that are giving upwards of 8 and a half percent returns in FDs obviously they are for the longest tenure etc but 8 and a half percent is beating inflation also mm. now Correct <laughs> Correct so now people have again gone back to be like oh my God, FDs are back. You can invest in them, and this and I'm like, guys, FDs were always there. Hmm. It's not like you know they're going to be obsolete as an option. So you just have to find the right option for you. Why would you invest in FDs? Like I said, emergency fund, short term FD, hmm. accessible, low risk, and like for your emergency fund, it's a great option. So Then, there's emergency fund. There's also nest egg that people talk about. Right? Yes. What's a nest egg? So a nest egg is your ultimate nirvana wala goal, hmm. which is your retirement planning. Okay. Okay. The nest egg usually is when you are sixty, sixty-five, seventy, when you should want to stop working. Now I said sixty-five, seventy, and all because a lot of people say, "No, yar, kam to karna hi hai." Hmm. I agree. Everybody should work till whenever they want to Correct. work. Correct. But till they at, don't need the life insurance anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and but at that time you may want to have an option that you know i don't want to work for money hmm. like i don't want to work for that income to hit my account every single month so that is the nest egg and if you start investing at like you know at 30 right now such a huge timeline that you can really if you form a good habit of saving and investing and every single month put a certain amount of money aside every year top it up as your income goes up you can really build a massive nest egg and you will be sorted because what has happened now in this country is that we don't have social security we don't have pension plans we don't work for the government anymore so we are not going to get any money when we get older mm. a lot of our parents for example like my grandfather for example he passed away a few years ago but my grandma till date is getting pension on his name and i'm like bro government has so much money to give you mm. <laughs> but none of us are going to get that Correct. right when my parents retire they're going to have to depend on their nest egg right. when we retire we have to depend on what we put aside mm. so that is extremely important and every single person should work towards it in the beginning even mm. if you don't think it's a financial goal just put it in <laughs> correct <laughs> because it is there 
It is there as well. So this nest egg, the reason I was asking this, right? This nest egg is stuff that you've invested mm-hmm. in terms of your stocks, mutual funds, etc. Mm-hmm. Or is it stuff that you're like, chalo, you know, now I'm too scared to lose this. I'm going to put in FDs. So it's twofold. It starts off as stocks, mutual fund, FDs. And then when you become 50, 65, 70, when you are closer to that age, mm. you liquidate it and put it in an FD. Okay. Because whenever we say that, you know, so basically your financial goals are short term, medium term and long term. Hmm. Short term is under one year. Okay. Medium term is one to five years. Long term is five years and above. Hmm. Okay. Five, seven, ten, ultra long term. Hmm. All of 150. That. 150. So your short term under one year is your short term FDs, your low duration funds, your... What are low duration funds? Uh, debt funds. Okay. It's a type of debt mutual fund hmm. where they invest in commercial paper. Like they loan the amount you're investing in to either governments or other like, you know, affiliated companies. Stable. Stable. Hmm. Stable, short duration and ultra low duration, low duration liquid funds, for example. They're all about paper that is invested only for like one day, one week. Hmm. So it's liquid for you. It's accessible. You can like withdraw it whenever you want. For a layman, do these... Short one day, two day things make sense? For the six months. Hmm. So it's not like you're getting the money back in one day. Hmm. It's invested. The paper keeps turning and they keep investing for you, which is why. What you have to understand is you give them the money, Abhi, and it's for under one year. Hmm. So if you don't want it to grow too much, 4%, 5%, then let it be there. If you want it to grow more, then you have to move along ahead on the investment scheme. Okay. So these sort of, these options of investment are for your Short term, so under one year, wala goals. So if you want to liquidate it for a holiday, hmm. for a down payment on your car, all of that. So these are available and accessible. Okay. They don't make you a lot of money, hmm. but it's there, it's safer than the rest of the options and it's there for you. Okay. Medium term, hmm. one to five years. Hmm. Largely good, either good corporate bonds or corporate debt funds. Okay. So now there are two types Explain of, these two. Yes, so there are two types of debt funds, okay? Mutual funds, hmm. whenever I say debt funds or any fund, it's mutual funds I'm talking about. Hmm. We're huge propagators of mutual funds hmm. because mutual funds are hai. Even Sachin said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what to do, have somebody do yeah, it for you. Yeah, because see, a large portion of our country doesn't understand the investment vehicles out there hmm. or the financial products out there. Why are they called debt funds? Explain that. I'll tell you. To the, I'll hmm. tell you. I'll tell you. So, a large part of the country doesn't understand what these financial instruments are. Hmm. But there are people who do. And they manage these mutual funds. So, they are there to pool all of our money together and invest it in different types of products and give you certain returns. Hmm. They obviously take a cut for it, but they're doing the job. Correct. So, if you don't understand these products, it's easier to understand mutual funds and it's easier to invest in them because the government has made it so. Hmm. And these products are made that they are easy for every single person, especially salaried employees to invest in. So, okay, coming back. So now mutual funds, there are two types, debt and equity. Hmm. Equity is when mutual funds invest in stocks. Okay. All equity shares Hmm. that are available, anything that is listed. Debt funds, debt is, it's like a type of loan. So any loan that you give as an investor to the government, 
to corporates to any other companies etc so these are directly linked to two ways of raising money hmm. a company for example if chalo let's say let's fin cocktail hope, fin cocktail is hmm. raising money hmm. so there are two ways to do it right i can either go to the bank hmm. and say boss i want loan please give bank will say sorry fin cocktail very risky <laughs> not giving <laughs> then i come to ashton i'm hmm. like ashton listen you're my friend please give me some money there are two ways i can compensate you for it i'll give you your money back plus a certain return so that's like a loan mm-hmm. or i'll give you a part of my company i'll give you a equity stake Correct. that's why it's called equity hmm. so you own a part of my company as a return of the investment that you've given me hmm. so the first one was debt hmm. second one was equity hmm. it's the same thing in stocks and we are just on the other side when we are investing we are either giving the companies the money on a loan which is the debt products mm-hmm. or we are giving them and we are becoming owners of a part of that company mm-hmm. so if you own reliance or tata or whatever uh, stock share you technically share, an owner of yes, that company yes you are a shareholder you actually legitimately hold a share of the company. the company so you are a owner of mm. the company and if you're doing debt do you know which companies the debt is going into yes you do but you have to then again you have to know the mutual fund investment mandate etc but there are high quality corporate bond funds etc which they invest in good quality sort of companies they mm. don't give it to riskier assets mm. you'd know which ones sort of they're investing in but it's you have to dig deep for it okay. so you have to read their investment mandate or where they're going to invest how they're going to invest hmm. etc so which is why where for example your mutual fund advisors come in the middle because this is also complicated this also gets sort of difficult hmm. because there are hundreds there are 7000 mutual fund schemes available Ayyoh. by the way hmm. too many have you guys gone through each of them unfortunately kind of <laughs> we have extensive research and we have this like massive excel sheet don't worry we'll figure the numbers out <laughs> it's one of those things so have you started putting out your fin cocktail recommends thing so we have a newsletter hmm. subtle plug part 4 how how do they sign up for the newsletter um it's on our instagram the hmm. link in bio okay. you can go on it and there is a sign up for a newsletter hmm. or this thing hmm. and we keep putting it up on our stories whenever it comes out every week hmm. so fin cocktail menu yes hmm. fin cocktail menu hmm. so we we have a few mutual funds that we sort of talk about that are doing well in a particular month etc that is every month that goes out but we can't sort of you know as regulators advise we cannot advise on those particular mutual funds to every single person because hmm. these are just the top ones that are doing well now these are things you all are excited about ha huh, we are excited about because it's it's not something that we can make a blanket statement about because like we have always said hmm. it is everything is subjective to you that's why it's called it personal finance hmm. it's personal to every single person right so yeah i was at medium term correct debt mutual funds now hmm. we know what debt mutual funds are mm-hmm. that mutual funds are mutual funds that invest in, in loans to various corporates or to the government, government. yes hmm. amazing yes. yes i have done my job good student <laughs> <laughs> so medium term ideally good debt mutual funds and for the long term our favorite hmm. equity mutual funds okay because the stock market and especially equities they require a long term horizon they require that Now if you have other options available as well obviously you have equity mutual funds you also have things which are like archaic like your PPF hmm. your NPS these are things that don't get talked about but these are things that 
personally i also invest in my pps in nps nps national pension scheme okay not so, net promoter score no no okay. no almost hmm. close <laughs> Market research background, no? so <laughs> promoter score instantly <laughs> came up. Huh? Of course. So these are also available to you. They are lower risk. They are backed by the government. They give you tax breaks under the old tax regime. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to see that super normal growth in your portfolio, you want to see those double digit numbers, PPF and NPS are not going to give that to you. Mm. So if you have that kind of long term horizon, if you have that, you know, ability to take that risk, Go for the equity mutual funds, I say. 10 years is nothing, right? Everyone should be able to have a long-term horizon. I mean, if you are 65, 70... My dad's 75, I'm telling him also to have a long-term horizon. Ha, but he may want the money earlier, na? Hmm. The point is not to invest it only for the long-term. I don't want you to withdraw it also early, na? Hmm. I want it to grow at that super normal pace. Correct. That's why we also insure before investing. Because unless and until... Your investment is giving you that kind of double digit return. I don't want you to withdraw from it. Hmm. If it's in a loss today, I will not let you withdraw. Correct. So, if there's medical emergency, I don't want you to be like, Are, ab ye na mutual fund se nikal ke dal deta. Hmm. Nahin, sorry. Hmm. Hmm. That is why you have health insurance hmm. to take care of all of that. Correct. So, that is why, so you don't need to pull it out. Yes. Often. Now, okay. Two questions in mm-hmm. this. So, you're saying equity in terms of mutual funds. Yes. Should you buy equity in terms of shares? You can. Mm. You can invest directly in stocks. Mm. But again, not if you do not understand it completely. Mm. It's more difficult to invest directly in stocks because what mutual funds do is they invest in hundreds of stock in one scheme. Mm. Okay. So, I've said this again. Metaphor. Mm. Metaphor has not been around for a while. I will use one. So, have you seen a Cadbury Celebrations box? Correct. Right? Lots of different ones. That's a mutual fund. Hmm. Lots of different chotu chocolates. Hmm. If you go to buy just one five star, you'll have only one five star. And then if the five star is not nice or damaged, hmm. then you're stuck with a bad five, five star. star. Hmm. Here, you have multiple different chotu chocolates. So what the mutual fund companies do is they pull in all our money together. Hmm. They buy all these big, big chocolates, split them into chotu ones and distribute it to everybody. And you might not like all the chocolates that yes, are there. Yes, but you like some. Some of them. So... All the stocks may not perform well, hmm. but some of them will definitely. Hmm. So, and because they are experts, they know how to rebalance and shift around and all of that nonsense. So, so now debt mutual funds, I understand. Now in equity mutual funds, mm-hmm. there are again tons of different kinds of equity mutual yes. funds, right? Yes. So how do you decide what is right for you? Again. Apart from following FinCocktail on Instagram, how else do you find out which mutual funds are good for you? So there are... Primarily, they are under four categories. Hmm. Okay. The first one is index funds. Hmm. Everybody should invest in index funds, I believe. Hmm. Okay. It's hmm. personal opinion. But I think everybody should invest in index funds because index funds just, they don't use their brains when they, you know, make the index fund. Hmm. They said, Sensex mein konsa company hai, in what proportion? I will just invest in those particular companies in that particular proportion hmm. and be done with it. Correct. So, Sensex goes up, my portfolio goes up. Simple. Hmm. So, country is prospering, I will also prosper. That's I completely it. am in line best. with you with this one. Best. Index mutual funds, low cost index funds are Low the best. cost index funds, best. Hmm. So, usme to karna hai chahiye. Are all index funds low cost? Yes. Most, some more low cost than others? Yes, some more low cost than others. So, you have to check the expense ratio, hmm. but also check the capability like don't go for like some shady index fund just because it's the lowest expense ratio because they might not be mirroring yes, as it, well yes exactly so everybody should have a low cost index fund that is absolutely paramount that is also the least risk now mm. I'm going to talk to you about equity mutual funds in order of increasing risk mm. lowest risk index funds mm. little higher risk large cap funds large cap now these next three are defined by market capitalization mm. 
basically it is about how big the companies are hmm. okay not yeah. in terms of turnover but in terms of market cap so hmm. it's you now this is getting technical hmm. but yes it has turnover also included hmm. but it's basically number of shares hmm. into the share price that okay. is market capitalization hmm. so how big the company is on the stock market okay large cap is top 100 companies hmm. the top 100 companies on the stock market so that is all your tata your reliance your the, like you know all the your nestle adani is a part of yes of course <laughs> how how we are not going to talk about that today <laughs> staying away from it but that is your large cap funds correct okay then increasing risk is your mid cap funds hmm. mid cap is 101 to 250 hmm. in terms of market cap correct max risk like in these three the max risk is small cap which is lower than 250 and below hmm. all of that all everything of that. everything all the chutku put 300000 ha huh. all the chutku put hmm. because they're smaller no they're more volatile hmm. they still don't know what they're doing hmm. they're like puppies running around correct and like the large caps are like those large elephants who been around they know what they're doing they're like ha theek hai dekh lenge <laughs> so the large cap mid cap small cap increasing order of risk hmm. and last but not least is multi or flexi cap okay that sort of jumbles all of them together hmm. in different ways according to the person who's managing it his idea of what the ideal mix between small cap mid cap and large cap yes, is yes yes there are some guidelines given by sebi in terms of percentages hmm. but yeah in those guidelines in that structure hmm. they move around and play around with all of them okay all right we're going to come back to the podcast after a quick break Welcome back to the Habit Coach podcast. Let's continue. Are there any kinds of mutual funds that you think you should definitely not even try considering? Interesting. Oh, okay, so this is again very personal. Mm. Like it's a very personal opinion, but industry specific mutual funds, mm. so like thematic funds, mm. which are like acha healthcare chal raha hai to healthcare like you know during during yeah. covid there were a lot of these thematic property funds property property building this ha so because the kind of exactly yeah. because what happens is if you know that sector is doing well then find the right stocks in them and invest in them because mutual funds are there to help you diversify hmm. so if you're limiting your mutual fund investment in a particular theme or in a particular industry you're automatically removing that diversification from your portfolio hmm. which is why you're investing through mutual funds so ideally stay away from thematic funds I thematic funds would be something to yeah thematic industry related types. your index funds also have large mid and small yeah everything right. anything so basically index funds mirror the index right hmm. the index means sensex or nifty hmm. now sensex and nifty is created like top 30 in sensex 50 in nifty companies in india that showcase how the country is doing like the country stock market is doing okay. that's how they make that index up hmm. so it has all three large mid and small but it's that particular index which is sort of trying to reflect how the countries or the financial markets of india are doing hmm. so you have like lots of different things like the snp 500 in the states hmm. you have the nikkei so like all these indexes that's an interesting one how do you invest abroad can you invest oh, abroad so yes you can you can invest abroad through mutual funds as well hmm. there are global mutual funds that sort of you know help you invest in multiple countries some that are only like us specific europe specific 
China specific. So I can buy index funds yes. of America. Yes. Right now. Yes. Sitting. Yes. Right now sitting here. So mm. Some of them are called fund of funds. Mm. So this fund invests in another fund. fund. Interesting. Yeah. So we would suggest that, you know, stick to fund of funds because they tend to be a little less risky. And how would you invest? The bank would have the instruments? Mutual, it's a mutual fund option, right? Mm. So the AMC, mm. like Edelweiss, HDFC, all these people, they have their options of do you have global funds? Yes, we do. Here they are. This is all right. Perfect. That's yes. how you ask for them. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So then in the investment category, now mm-hmm. you've got your mutual fund. You've decided on that. What else? Is there anything else that you invest in? Of course. Mm. There's so much. Mm. So gold. Mm. Everybody. India matlab. India Without okay. gold, how can you? How is it possible? It's like the... Do you con- invest in shares first? you invest in gold first? Do you not invest in gold at all? What do you do? So now we have to talk about... There's no first and after. Hmm. Now we have to build the portfolio. Okay. It's like a pie chart. Hmm. So this is something that we use as a thumb rule. Okay. 100 minus your age. Okay. Okay. So 100 minus your age Hmm. should go into equities. Hmm. So let's say now. 60% of mine should go into equity. 60% of yours will go into equity. Hmm. 40% should go into lower risk assets. Okay. Like debt or FD or gold or etc. Or real estate. Hmm. So gold would be considered low risk. Gold is considered out of the this thing. So this is to begin. Okay. Hmm. But now you want to live 150 years old. Hmm. Correct. Hmm. So now I cannot just tell you ki only 60%. Hmm. So you have to have a larger equity portfolio. It's not about when you invest. Like it's not like ki, achha, first you invest in mutual funds. Then you invest in something else. Or then you invest in something else. It's something that you now this is towards again the end of the journey. Where you have to build this portfolio of yours okay and this portfolio is like a pie chart so if you have elements of each in it whatever depending on obviously your needs and your risk appetite so we know that equity mutual funds though are there debt mutual funds are there there is also gold there is real estate then there are riskier assets like private equity there is also REITs there is what REITs R-E-I-T-S It's real estate investment trusts Okay So basically they are something That allow you to invest in real estate Without having to put like crores and crores rupees down So REITs are So it's a mutual fund for Something like that Something like that Yes You can't technically use the word mutual fund for this But it is like a fund that you create And then somebody will invest in it Yes Yes And therefore like primarily commercial properties Hmm. And these are also well regulated They are regulated. They are only allowed to be done for commercial properties right now, not for like individual homes. Mm. And they get like, you know, rental yield, etc. They're still on the higher risk side right now because they're new. And earlier they had like, oh, only if you have 50,000 minimum investment and all of that. But now it's getting better. But they're an option. Mm. Anyway, we digress. Mm. So how do you build this portfolio? Okay. How do you understand how much percentage should go in what? So... The percentages, let me help you simplify that. You can begin with something called the 100 minus your age rule. Hmm. So what you do is you subtract your age from 100 and how much ever is left, you invest that in equity. Okay. And the rest in debt. So the older you get, the The, lesser your equity and the more your debt. Yes, because equity is riskier and debt is not. Hmm. So, But debt is also risky only. Debt is also risky. As in the company might not pay my loan back. 100%. But now 
that's in the scheme like I said, of things it's lesser risky. in the scheme of things it's lesser risky and in the scheme of things it requires a lower investment horizon hmm. correct so we said now that equity was for 5 plus years 1 hmm. to 5 years was debt so as you grow older your long term goals become your medium and short term goals correct hmm. Hmm. so that's how you have to as you grow older lesser you have to be invested in the long term investment options so again it's a very basic baseline but 100 minus your age can help you get started okay forget the baseline now baseline ho gaya hai you have started investing there are certain percentages that you have invested in like let's say you're 30 years old you have 70% in equity 30% in debt fd whatever whatever usme now where does gold fit in mm. correct because as indians we cannot discount gold mm. have to have gold dashera aa gaya mm. gold kharido शादी हो गई गोल्ड खरीद लो कुछ भी हो जाए गोल्ड खरीद दो नो गोल्ड दे दो या फिर गोल्ड दे दो सो गोल्ड इज जस्ट अ एंटिटी वाइड सेल्फ ओके एंड गोल्ड आई मीन आई पर्सनली आल्सो इन्वेस्ट इन गोल्ड एंड फर्स्ट थिंग्स फर्स्ट बाइंग ज्वेलरी इज नॉट इन्वेस्टिंग इन गोल्ड ओके बिकॉज बाइंग ज्वेलरी यूर बाइंग इट यूर मेकिंग अ परचेस बाइंग ज्वेलरी मीन्स इट हैज मेकिंग एंड ब्रेकिंग चार्जेस एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड इवन इफ यू लाइक यू नो गेट दैट गोल्ड प्राइस गोज अप बाय वट एवर अ सर्टन परसेंटेज यू विल नेवर लिक्विडेट दैट ज्वेलरी राइट अनलेस एंड अंटिल यूर लिटरली ब्रोक और बैंक करप्ट यू वॉन्ट लिक्विडेट दैट ज्वेलरी सो इट्स नॉट एन इन्वेस्टमेंट इट्स अ परचेस इट्स एन इमोशनल परचेस गिरवी रख दिया ओ माई गॉड बट इवेंट एंड सोल्ड बार्स ऑफ गोल्ड इज ओके बिकॉज इट्स इन्वेस्टमेंट एंड नाउ अ डेज इट्स नॉट जस्ट बार्स ऑफ गोल्ड और ज्वेलरी नाउ वी हैव डिजिटल गोल्ड ऑल्सो दैट वी कैन इन्वेस्ट इन एंड दैट प्राइमरिली आई थिंक इज अ रियली गुड ऑप्शन Digitally, you can either invest directly in gold, like where somebody else holds that particular gold bar for you, or you can invest through SGBs, ETFs, which are two options which we personally like. Mm. And out of them, I think SGBs is something that everybody should consider. What's They are SGB? called sovereign gold bonds. Sovereign gold bonds. So it's backed by the government. It has a certain lock-in, but it gives you whatever the amount of appreciation that gold value goes through. It gives you that. plus it gives you a 2.5% return every year hmm. which is very helpful why not hmm. right? Ah, right and tax free hmm. and so, tax free yeah so hmm. after that there is a limit in, that you can put into a sovereign gold bond i'm not sure but i don't think so okay but again etfs are exchange traded funds hmm. so you again so sgbs and etfs are two ways of digitally owning gold without having to store the gold you know hmm. what happens is if you buy the gold bars or coins then you have to buy the locker hmm. then you have to put it in the locker and then who will like you know take the stress of all of that so Correct. that's why these digital options are now very easily available hmm. so gold i think everybody should have in their portfolio but not more than 5 to 7% of their portfolio hmm. now why should everybody have gold in the portfolio if you've ever seen this when the first lockdown hit and the stock market crashed like mm. 30% mm. did you see the gold price mm-hmm. it was at its height mm. so just like the entire world view in general is that whenever there is an economic crisis mm. the world rushes to gold okay. because it's something that you can see it you can feel it you can touch it and mm. it's there right mm. it's not going to go anywhere right so i think it's also muscle memory for <laughs> human kind mm. because of the stress gold ha huh, stress gold mm. and like because of the gold standard and everything even governments and generally in general countries have mm. always relied on gold mm. as ki acha kuch nahi to hamare paas itna gold reserves hai mm. to that's what happens and so 
which is why it acts as a great diversification aspect to your portfolio okay so for example you have 70% in equity hmm. 20% in debt something else fd blah 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 and 5% in gold your 70% of the portfolio will get affected by this crash if it happens hmm. so at that time if you need money you can't withdraw because all of that will be in losses desperation what will you withdraw okay. you will use your gold hmm. in case in case if you need liquidity at that time it's a great diversification aspect and at the same time it gives good returns last you know, sgbs you can also break at that point of time as a ha ha any see anything which has a lock in you can always give a penalty and break hmm. so it's not that big of a deal hmm. but ideally you should have different aspects also of gold invested in it so you don't have to break that hmm. so like your sgb is there your etf is there your physical gold is there so whatever is easily like liquidatable hmm. liquefy you should, yeah just like liquefy so that is what gold does gold helps you like sort of balance out the stress on your portfolio mm-hmm. and make sure that it's not more than 5 to 7% because it's not going to grow in a super normal way mm. but it gives decent returns like ultra long term 10 12 years 10ish percent not mm. bad mm. so it'll grow by 10ish percent ah, that's not bad mm. so anything else falls into this category of investments of gold no no in general in general that you want to talk about So we've spoken about a lot of things. Hmm. We've not spoken about crypto because we we don't want to talk about crypto because primarily. I don't understand it at all. It's super ultra high risk in my opinion because of, because I don't understand it. It is. It is. It is super ultra high risk because not just that the fact that you don't understand it, a lot of people who are talking about it also don't, don't understand, understand it. it. I have tried. I'm going to be very honest. I have tried. I understand the basic concept, but I do not know where it drives its value from. So I stay away from it. Hmm. I think a lot of people should stay away from it until and unless they understand why they are investing in it. Correct. And even if they are investing in it without understanding, not more than five to seven percent of your portfolio. Because think about it as if you lost that money also, hmm. if you lost that money, you wouldn't have to worry. Correct. It's okay. <laughs> It's your okay to lose money. Ha. That is that the, you want to go. Then, मतलब अगर लग गए lottery तो great. Hmm. Even if you lose it, not a big deal. Lovely. One of those things. And real estate, because a lot of people think that buying a home is not just buying a home, like to live in, hmm. but real estate as an investment also a lot of people want to do. Hmm. Real estate as an investment is a little tricky because number one, you have to have the know-how. You have to have the capital because it's really expensive. My grandfather used to say, "There's only one thing in this world that God has stopped making that is land. Mm. So it's going to get more and more expensive unless you're in Dubai. Yes, then <laughs> <laughs> like you just make it whatever. God, I'm just going to like <laughs> put it out of the ocean. It's fine. Mm. So if you're investing in real estate as investment hmm. not a home to buy as a financial goal then it becomes something that you know you make sure that you don't leverage it too much like you can't keep taking loans to buy real estate hoping that it will get a particular amount you need to have like you know a lot of capital you need to have the know how you need to make sure that you can maintain the properties etc etc hmm. so there's a lot that goes a different strategy completely like i would not think about real estate as investment i think about real estate as different business yes yes Being i the real estate business correct makes sense correct investment uh, not so much hmm. yeah so that and if you want to invest in real estate there are reits hmm. like i said hmm. uh, real estate investment trust it's reit sounds very <laughs> not nice ha huh? but okay <laughs> There are REITs. They, they are REITs. Hmm. They are available to you know the retail investor, and they are new. Hmm. So again, not more than ten percent of your portfolio, portfolio into that. Into that, but start understanding. 
it's something which is available to you which is a little out of the box mm. which is which can give you that sort of push to your portfolio so at your so, next yeah. cocktail party if you want to be showing offy talk about reese <laughs> <laughs> okay sadly last question to yes. you okay what is your personal understanding of money oh became like out of body experience <laughs> happened <laughs> what is my understanding of money okay that's a very loaded question mm. That's why I left for last night. So when your brain has stopped working stopped by now, stopped working by uh, now, and, and now you were like here. <laughs> there you go, trying. I think money is a tool which, if used well, can make or break your life. And I think it also becomes a weapon if not paid attention to, because it can destroy your life as well. It's something that is important. It is something that gets ignored. It's something that. not a lot of people are comfortable talking about but it's something that we cannot live without it's human nature and we've created this construct of money in terms of how things you know work in this entire world can't do away with it we have to learn we have to keep talking about it and i think it's just something that like i said if used well hmm. great tool if not horrible weapon that can destroy everything Lovely, Sally. Thank you so much for coming on the Happy Coach podcast. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, before we leave, yes. where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. So on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, we are at Fin Cocktail, and on LinkedIn, I am Sally Rai, and also obviously Fin Cocktails page. Also, your podcast. Because oh you yes, love, you um, podcast, so yes, you pod- guys listen to podcasts. It's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. It's the Finance Happy Hour with Fin Cocktail, and the newsletter. It's on Substack, and yes, on our LinkedIn bio. Perfect, awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM Network. You can listen to us on ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are IBM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashdin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to my website awesome180.com. Now, I have just published my first book. It is called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Please do check it out on Amazon and wherever else you get your books. 